Okay, Mac and Stu here, gang, and you're listening to the Wise Guys Podcast, where we go rogue as we apply wisdom to the everyday to help us do it just a little bit better. This episode, man, we're going to our core. We're called the Wise Guys, and there's a reason for that, because at the core of who we are and what Stu and I are doing, our perspective is centered on wisdom. So let's get right down to it. Let's figure out what the deal means and some of the tough questions we're going to ask them tonight. Be fun. Looking forward to it. But as always, our conversation will be roguish as we weave in these core values. And as always, we'll share our mystic McNugget. So let's get at it, man. Hey, Stu. Hey, man. Yeah, Yeah. good to see you. This is exciting to -hmm. have this conversation tonight. I'm looking forward to it. I just want to say namaste to all of you beautiful exotic cocktails out there. We are uh, so thrilled you're with us. And thank you for all the comments we've seen on on Facebook and other social media platforms. Keep them coming. We love to we, hear the stories. We yeah. want to hear from you. So tonight, you know, typically, Mac, we'll talk about some of the manifesto points that we're going to be discussing right. tonight and going over. Well, guess mm. what? We're mm. going to be hitting on all of them. All of them. <laughs> you get the fire hose tonight, Rogers. That's it, man. Yeah. So, you know, I I was curious because we don't typically think in this way, but I because our, our manifesto uh, graphic has them all listed there in a very creative way. So I wanted to know how many there were. So I went and looked. We have 26, 26. manifesto points. Yes, and they're did. broken down wise, 10 of them, W-I-S-E. Why, like ask the question, why, seven of them. And then wise, the roguish, wise, nine <laughs> of them. So yeah, go check yes. those out. You can, uh, any uh, time that we put out an episode uh, in the show notes, we always have um, uh, information about the manifesto points. But there's also a link there on each of these episodes that you can you can click and see our our manifesto guide. So yep. yeah, we're going to be hitting them all tonight, Matt. Yeah. It's going to be just just as a big be big picture thing. Yeah, it's going to be great, man. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So so we're discussing wisdom. We're the wise guys, as you said. So I thought, Mac, we would start with just a straight up dictionary definition of wisdom. Let's just start there mm-hmm. and kind of grow upon upon those words. So here's. Here's what I found in the dictionary. Wisdom, the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. That was one definition. Let me give you another one. The soundness of an action or decision with regard to the application of experience, knowledge, and good judgment. Mm -hmm. There seems to be a theme there with some of those words, right? (laughs) So here's some of the synonyms that I, I found in looking up wisdom. Savvy, I love that one. It's not just for pirates; it's for That's wisdom. A roguish word. I like that word. <laughs> That's yeah. very roguish. For foresight. This is, I know, your favorite. This next one, poise. <laughs> yep, poise. Yeah, yeah what a great, what a great word. Yeah, clear thinking. Hmm. And hold on to your seat for this one, Mac. Enlightenment. Oh, that got woo-woo, Stu. That got a little <laughs> bit woo-woo, right? But you know us. We're woo-woos. So yeah, yeah, we love fun. it. We yep. love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Well, you know, exactly. And so these are kind of, we got a couple of categories we're going to break these down uh, into for you here in a bit. Uh, we thought we'd go, we'd just start. So wisdom is due throughout this the definitions and the word. So what, what, what about wisdom? Who might we consider as people that we might want to emulate just to sort of set the stage here as, as wise from history or even currently, you know, and, and this list by no means is, you know, there's exa- ex- exhaustive. I mean, it's just huge. I mean, there's, there's tons of folks that you can stick on there. And most of the time, I think that when we think about wisdom and people that are wise, we gravitate more to people like Solomon or Jesus or Confucius or Buddha you know, Rumi, Muhammad, you know, or it's some church leader or something faith-based is sort of where we, I think a lot of times we'll go with this concept of wisdom. And that's not to say that that's not true. Certainly it's true. All those people I would consider wise, Mother Teresa, how about that one, you know? Mm. Um, but, but, you know, there's also some practical, I think, folks, some, you know, some humanistic people now, if you want to go down that category, like Walt Whitman or Thoreau, even Will Rogers or Mark Twain. I mean, those guys had phenomenal wisdom, in, in my opinion, you know. So they're, they're, those are some maybe some examples, and they had some certain qualities maybe that we'll kind of flesh out um, in this. Uh, so kind of interesting list. You know, what do you think, Stu? You got some, yeah, some of your so, favorites in there? Oh, Oh, for sure. And over the years, there's been a lot of really great quotes, um, you know, from each of these, each of the people that you mentioned. And you'd mentioned Mm -hmm. Mother Teresa, and there are so many wonderful quotes from her. But there was one that stood out to me that really touched me. And I just want to read it. So she's Mother Teresa says, if you can't feed a hundred, a hundred people, then feed just one. <laughs> and this reminded me of the art, the pastor at the church that I attend said something similar where he said, do for one what you wish you could do for many. And I just love that because I think a lot of us, so here's the wisdom in this Mac to me. So many of us stop and, and fall short of doing something that falls on our heart to do for people because we feel we're not going to affect enough people. Well, guess what? One person is all you need to affect, right? And you're, uh-huh. that, that's the wisdom in it. And it'll, it'll roll from there. And so what Mother Teresa said there is just, just amazing. I mean, I yeah. just love that. Very poignant. Uh, here's the thing about wisdom too, folks. Let's just, let's just take that quote Stu just had. Get this in your brain right now because we're going to flesh it out here. Wisdom doesn't have, it it can be very simple, but it's certainly not simplistic. Mm, You don't have to overcomplicate this thing, right? Right. At the same time, don't, you know, don't treat it too lightly either. And so there's this balance. Uh, But at the same time, let's not try to make it unachievable. And again, those are some of the things that we're going to kind of flesh right. out here. So. so there's one more I want to share with you because, <laughs> okay. uh, and this one comes from uh, Henry David Thoreau. And I, I just love this one as well that I found. So he says, he said this, it's not what you look at that matters. It's what you see. Hmm. And wow, when I saw that, it just, you know, we have some McNuggets that, that uh, are around this, concept where what do you see in 
others, right? It's not what you look at that matters. It's what you see, you know, and you can see different things in a situation, in a person, you know, so the wisdom here is understanding that you get to choose what you see, right? I mean, and how you see it and how you see it and how it affects Mm -hmm. you and how you want it to affect others around you. So I just thought that was just an amazing piece of wisdom from Henry David Thoreau. You you start out every one of our episodes with, with the namaste greeting. And that speaks very specifically to that very, very thing. How do you view other people? Do you see the divinity in each person? It's, It's a great sight uh, you know, to have, it's a great vision to have. I think it's awesome. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. So, I mean, I could go on and on. There is, <laughs> uh, each, you know, yeah. the way, as you know, the way I, op- I operate when we came up with this list that we wanted to mention to everybody, I, I went and looked up, uh, quotes from every single one of them. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and, and I encourage, I encourage all you yeah. rogers out there to do that because it, it's, it was fun. First of all, it just really got me thinking because I was coming at it from a perspective of not, here's this person that I know, or I've heard of, and they have a quote out there that could be on like brainy quote or whatever website you find, but it's like, okay, I'm thinking about it from a perspective of wisdom. What were they saying? you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it really got me, some of them really got me thinking there were some really poignant ones out there that really got my, uh, how did they say it? Made my, you know, scrambled my brains a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, but what you're doing too, is you're setting the stage is we're starting to talk about some of the whys when it comes into wisdom. These, th- these are things that we hopefully, or maybe hopefully want to emulate, you know, where does that come from and why does that matter? And when you hear a quote from a mother Teresa or a Thoreau, it's wise enough to change your life mm. and to change my life. And theirs becomes part of the why, you know, it, 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 it's just, it, it's all together, man. It's just so good. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. for sure. So Mac, we're the wise guys, right? Yeah, so I think last time I do? checked. Yeah, we okay. <laughs> <laughs> we ask the wise. That's mm-hmm. that's how this all started, right? So we, I have a question right. for you. You're I have a right. question for you. We've <laughs> just set up wisdom, right? We named some people that I'm sure our rogers out there know who they are and have heard of them. So why should we want to cultivate wisdom? Why do oh. we? Why do we even care? Right. Great question. Ah, and it's not rhetorical either. We're going to answer it right? Our, from our perspective, again, not definitively, but okay, we're going to answer that question. You know, I think it's a great question. I think it's uh, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Don't think for a minute that any of the people on that list that we just read or anybody you can think of that certainly wasn't on our list didn't have to cultivate it in their life. Right. You no, know, you just didn't get born that way. Quite frankly, mm-hmm. now you have innate stuff. Don't let's not get sideways on this, but I'm, I'm just saying that there was work involved. And so when you ask the question, Stu, why it's really saying, why should I want to do the work that it takes to become more wise? There's the question. Exactly. Because right? it's going to take work, whatever exactly. that looks like. Right? Well, that'll lead us to, to another question, which is how do we do that? If we're interested, yeah. then. Absolutely. Okay. So why? Okay. I'm interested. How? 
Yep. It's another another good question to ask ourselves. I, I totally agree. And again, we'll share some of our thoughts on that, some of our practices, our and even some things that, that we've read from, again, others that we emulate that we might look to that have wisdom. Uh, we each have that have our, in our own life, we have those folks. So let me so, get your thoughts on this one, Mac. Yeah. Do you think that wisdom is about age and experience? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, Stu, I think that's a very common, I'm not going to call it a misnomer, because if you go back to the definition, how do you gain experience? Well, somebody that's older has more experience of life just in years that, you know, minutes on the planet than somebody that's younger. So I think a certain amount of wisdom can be gleaned certainly through age and experience, but that certainly doesn't preclude younger people to having innate wisdom that they've already got. I, I get it. You can get it very young. You can begin to practice it very young, even though it runs through the grid or the or, or of of a younger person. Nothing wrong with that at all. I don't think. Yeah, I I would say absolutely. You can be younger and have wisdom. <laughs> I'm with you, Mac. And and, and I got to share a story with you about mm-hmm. my daughter. When she was uh, three or four years old, somewhere around there, I have this on video, thank goodness, so I can <laughs> show it to her someday. Um, we, knowing who my wife and I are, we're just these people. We asked a lot of questions of her. So one of the questions we asked was this, what's the meaning of life? Right. This is a three-year-old, right? And we're, and we're just like, okay, what is she going to say? What would a three-year-old say is the meaning of life? Right. So this was her response to love yourself. And I'll never forget looking at my wife and thinking, I, I, did you say that to her? Like, and she looked at me and said, did you tell her that? I said, I didn't tell her that. (laughs) So, I mean, speaking of, you know, wisdom, sometimes being ageless, like you could be younger, um, I mean, and not even have that many experiences, right? At three years old, how many experiences do you have? (laughs) But there, but there's a wisdom in that, right? To love yourself. Think about that. Wow. Beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. You know, here, I think we had a, we, we had a meme that we used about, it's time for to go to the school of unlearning because at that point your daughter hadn't learned a bunch of stuff that she needed to unlearn in order to have that perspective. Yeah, too true. It, it, it was so innate or still in her that she hadn't learned other stuff that took its place. You know, <laughs> which is so pure. So it's so natural. I, I love that story, man. It's awesome. Yeah. No doubt about it. So, so yeah, you know, how do we cultivate the wisdom? You asked a good question about that, Stu. And 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 and, and we need we, we need to talk. We're going to talk a little bit about that. What's the product of something like that? So, so for 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 us, you know, let, let's let's get it a little more succinct. If we can kind of boil it down, I think to the to a higher definition or level that incorporates all of those definitions and yet places more of the emphasis on the eclectic than it does on the practical. And here, here, here's, here's what I would be willing to say. Here's what I want to say. I think when you look at a wise person, go back to our list, pick anyone you want. Each one of those people has what I would consider an elevated perspective 
on life, on people, on circumstance. It, 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 it gets, it, they step above the fray. They step above all of the mundane and the normal and the five senses stuff in any situation and can, and can see it from a higher perspective. If I can use that, you know, you use the definition, use the word enlightenment. So that's right. kind of where we're going with this. So it's both and the practical and the eclectic, but our pers perspective would come much more from that. The practical, I'm going to say is easy quote. It almost comes to you by default. You just live life and you know enough, oh, I'm not going to put my hand on the burner because that hurts. There's practical <laughs> wisdom, right? That's just, that's just right. life telling you stuff. Oh, don't do that. Been there, done that. Uh-oh. Okay. Right. Um, so, you know, this elevated perspective is the place that we're going to place more emphasis on. And again, well, how do you get that elevated perspective? And what does that mean? And what does that look like? Okay, we're going to go there. So I love this, Mac. I love this phrasing, the ele elevated perspective, because what what we always say and what we're always telling everybody out there in our rogers is uh, we just want to help you do life a little bit better, right? So mm -hmm. how do you do that? You know, elevated perspective would be one way. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And, and it's, and it's okay. You know, your perspective may be okay where it is and that's great, but you know, can we be a little bit better? Sure. Let's elevate it. You know, that's what I love about this. It's, yeah. And yeah. why does that matter? You know, you ask the whys, well, mm -hmm. why should I, why do I, why do I want to bother? You know, that well, we're going to get to that. Yeah. We're going exactly. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're to yes, get we to are. that. Yes, we are. <laughs> so you mentioned two categories of wisdom. Uh, one was practical wisdom. The other was eclectic wisdom. So let me just talk about practical wis wisdom for a moment. This is probably pretty obvious, but it's really experiential, you know, kind of been there, done that. Like I've had the experience, as you mentioned, I put my finger on the stove. Ow, I got burned. Okay, don't do that again. Right. Or sometimes we do it multiple times. Sometimes we don't learn, but <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> All right. We're not going to run that rabbit trail right now. Okay. You're right. So, yeah. but, it, but it's experiences, right? So when you look at something like that, age comes into play because, you know, the longer you're living, the more experiences you're having. Mm -hmm. Right. So sure. that comes into play there. Another aspect of practical wisdom would just be plain old common sense boy, could we use more common sense <laughs> in this world right now? <laughs> yeah. 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 We're not trying to diminish practical wisdom here, you know, folks, we need it. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're not even trying to be, to, to go to enlightenment or to be eclectic. It's like, let's just be practical. Let's just use common sense. <laughs> yeah, man. <How laughs> and that's pretty obvious. I mean, yeah. I don't know that we even need to explain a whole lot of what common sense is because it just kind of, you know, it is what it is. Um, but that th oh, those yeah. are the things that are practical, you know, wisdom in our in our view, right? Right. Yep. E exactly. And and they're good. We're not saying they're not. They go into our decision making processes for sure. I mean, why not use some of your practical experience to to keep you out of the ditch in the future? Whether you know, absolutely, of course, we're going to say. But but here's what we're going to do. We're going to say, of course. And then we're going to add one little more word to that. We're going to say, but of course, <laughs> right. yes, all the, you know, all the above, but, but yes. we want to go to this place 
that goes higher, that goes beyond. Because now you're going to start, again, go back to our list of people that you might think are wise. Sure, they had a lot of that practical type wisdom, but they had the but, but more. But Mm -hmm. they had this thing, this sort of eclectic perspective, this esoteric, this mystical, uh, the definition used the word, enlightenment. Again, it doesn't matter your faith, you know, background or anything like that. You can have it within all, all your faith practices, practice that. I mean, it's there. But it's this idea that I'm going to look at circumstance and life from a higher, again, mystical or more enlightened perspective so that I can I can run it through a grid that gives me an outcome as in life that's different. That's as Stu already said, that's a little bit better <laughs> than the decision we would be making if we didn't have <laughs> that perspective. Right. So yeah. uh, it, it, it's, we got to go there. If, if you really want to be wise, here's what we're saying to you. Rogers, listen up. If you really want wisdom, you're going to need to go here. And it may be foreign for some of you or for a lot of you, this whole kind of woo woo kind of idea may seem a little bit far fetched and, you have all kinds of ideas or thoughts that you know you got in the back of your brain about how that's dangerous or how that doesn't work or how it's you know um, you know, again out there. Just you know, of course, anything can be misconstrued and abused and misused, e- even the practical stuff. Okay, so we're not going to let it use. We're not going to default there. We're going to say we need to go there. We need to have that h- higher intuitive thinking. That sensitivity that comes from a, just that little bit higher perspective that as you cultivate this thing, as you start to read truth, as you start to understand the way the world works from a, a higher level. And you have, to, you have to learn these things. They just don't come. You have to find the sources that can teach you these things. And I, you can probably find it with your own faith tradition if you have a faith tradition. It's there. All of them. It's there. You just have to go look for it beyond the mundane, beyond the the repetition, beyond the catechism itself, if you have that. And I believe, Mac, that we all have intuition. You talked about higher yes. intuitive thinking. We all have it. Uh, some of us pay attention to it more or, or better, I'll call it, than than others. Yes. And to me, that's about practice. If you are interested you know, why should you want to do this? We ask that question, right? If you're interested, you have to practice. Yep. You know, when you get, when you get those tap, what I call taps on the shoulder, sometimes, you know, two by four across the face, if I'm not paying attention, <laughs> yep. uh, uh, <laughs> you <hello>. know, <laughs> yeah. Hello. That's intuition, you know, and as the more you practice, uh, you know, that it'll, it'll elevate, right. You know, your perspective, right. Yes, but you have to, it, it's, it's just like anything else, anything else. If you don't get a regular diet of what is true for you and, and, or, or these higher thoughts and perspectives and repeat them to the, till they become habits so that you can believe that they're true and you can begin to have them become innate within you. And sure, there's going to be a little fake it till you make it, just like anything else. But sure. y- you have to start. We talk about this all the time. You have to change your thinking. You have to change your thinking about what's 
one of the memes late, lately has been, you need to start to consider what's been acceptable to be unacceptable. You have to just sort of take a portion of the norm and you have to consider it abnormal now and you're not doing that anymore. Right, right. And you're going to start making some changes again. Why? To help you do a little bit better. This is what we're talking about. Absolutely. So let me talk about another one. Uh, and we're we're talking about eclectic type wisdom right now, mm-hmm. Max. So right. um, there's there's another one that we call emotional intelligence. I mean, we didn't coin this phrase, obviously it exists, but Mm -hmm. emotional intelligence really about just not letting your emotions control you and just having a poise when we're feeling those emotions. And, and I have, I I have to share a story of, of, that I just experienced when I was at the beach with my niece, who's five years old. Uh, We were actually talking about emotions. And funny, funny enough, when you're in family with me, no matter what your age is, this is what happens. <laughs> we have these conversations. Yep. <laughs> so we're talking about, and my, and my, the five-year-old niece piped in and said, you know, when you have emotions, you first hold, she held her, her belly just to kind of, you know, put a physical aspect to just holding on to what she was feeling. She said, stop right? She named her emotion so important. And then she took some deep breaths. And what I loved about that is she wasn't discounting the emotion. She was feeling it, naming it and knowing what it was, understanding it, but then take a deep breath, let it flow through her. Hmm. Mac, this is a five-year-old. Five, five. You just say five. (laughs) This is a five-year-old <laughs> that's Man. telling me this. <laughs> don't you don't you just want to pray that she doesn't learn away from? I mean, learn stuff that 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 discounts all of that, and she moves on. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh my Absolutely. gosh! Absolutely, yeah. That is so yeah. beautiful. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if you're five, amazing. fifteen, or sixty-five. That's a, that's a that's a great practice to take, isn't it? Oh my gosh! I love oh, I'm it. I'm doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> Of course you are. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's one way we're doing a little bit better. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it, it, beautiful emotional intelligence. It's it's this ability. It's this ability to assimilate divine ideas. Mm-hmm. Now, now think about those words just for a second. Assimilate divine ideas. First of all, let's understand that there are divine ideas. We're not backing up from that. Like, it doesn't have anything to do with your faith practice. Right? There, there are divine ideas that are available to every single one of us that we just have to learn to assimilate them into our thinking and then into our actions. And again, Stu said it earlier, that takes practice. That takes work. You have to purposefully press in to that and and amazing, amazing things will begin to happen. The aha moments will just, I mean, I, I can't tell you just how much they will come. And the practical sides, Stu and I were chatting earlier before we started the, about some of my experiences lately. Uh, and I, I'll, go ahead, I'll just give you one. Let me just, I, we were, I'm going to go a little sidebar here that we didn't really talk about this, but I was standing in line looking to check out at, at one of the, uh, the home improvement stores. And 
this guy had his cart and he had had it filled up and I saw him and he went over to this other area to go get something else and he left the cart there. Well, these guys that the little worker guys that are stacking the wood and all that came and moved the cart back, not very far, maybe 10 feet just out of their way so that they could stack some stuff that the cart was in the way of. That guy looked around at them and he started giving them the hardest time. He was screaming at him from across the, the store. Wow. And he ran over there and grabbed that cart and he started and they were sweeping up the floor, kind of cleaning up. And there was a dustpan and a broom there and he kicked it across the floor and I mean, the guy just went, it, it, now again, I don't know what was going on with him that day. He may have been having, I, who knows, the worst day going, who, who knows. But I'm going to say this, without passing judgment on the individual, I believe that as you practice assimilating divine ideas, your countenance doesn't as easily go to a place that you might act like that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just just from a very practical standpoint, that if if you if you just aren't that way, you won't let whatever the circumstance in his life. And I'm not diminishing it. I have no idea what it was. You just aren't going to let it affect you to that extent. You know, against other people and and toward well, other people. And this also factors in the emotional intelligence that we it, just discussed. Yes. Right. Absolutely. It does, man. Yes. It, it just, just, it goes, it, it's there. It matters, gang. It just matters. And you, you can read about ancient wisdom. You can, you can, whatever, again, whatever source you want to choose that, but one of the words that'll pop up and, and you might not think this is the case, but one word that will pop up when it comes to ancient type wisdom, or even pick Will Rogers, pick you know, pick Samuel Clemens, Mark Twain, or, or Whitman, or any of the ones that we were talking about earlier. The world, the world would consider them to some extent foolish. Mm-hmm. That wisdom, higher thinking, elevated enlightenment, many many times the world looks at that as foolishness. Right. Wow. Yeah. And mm. you have to step back and you have to, you have to think differently than that because it, 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 on the surface, it might look like it is how you want to define it by the world standards, but truly it's going to be roguish. And that's really kind of what that means, you know, that you're going to look at it in that rogue manner. Mm. So that's okay. And you got to be willing to go there, I guess is what we're trying to say. Right. So, you know. you know, as you said that, the foolishness part, you know, there um, there was another quote from one of the people we mentioned. We mentioned Will Rogers, you know, American film actor. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, and I love this, it's so simple. Um, I never met a man I didn't like. And <laughs> I, I, I mean, I just love that perspective. It's beautiful. You know, it it, because that's what he's looking for. He's looking at everybody. He is going to like everybody. <laughs> which means he's yeah. going to find a reason to like anybody he meets. And I, I just love that. That that's to me, that's, that's some pretty, you know, high wisdom, you know, elevated perspective. Well, and in the beginning, you, you might have to force that a little bit. You might have to work at that a little bit until you've done enough of the work that it's just innate. And that is the way you look at people and you don't have to really think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. So don't expect that all of a sudden you're going to get the pixie dust just sprinkled on you. And now all of a sudden you're going to be like that. It, it's just, right. it's not going to happen without doing the work that it's required for perspective. Right. So, 
So I know we want to get to the because of yeah. why you should yeah, want to why. Yep. cultivate the wisdom, right? Yep. One more quick one on eclectic wisdom that's important to mention. And it's just about mentorship. Everybody knows what that word means. Um, you know, both Mac and I have uh, opportunities um, to do this and we have in our lives. And it, it always, I, I always feel, Mac, I'm sure you feel the same way. I always feel like when I do this, that I gain way more <laughs> than oh, the yeah. people I'm mentoring. I mean, obviously they're getting something out of it, you know, I, and because that's where my heart is and that's where your heart is. But wow, I just feel, I feel like I grow into a better person, an even better person every time I'm mentoring. Oh, no, you're paying it forward. Yeah, I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. it's it, whether it's through your family, your children, your grandchildren, your friends. I, it doesn't matter. Like you said, we've been in so many environments where we've been able to do that, and it's just so not only gratifying, but it's just you know you're you're making a difference for the long haul. You know, really and truly. I just can't encourage you, rogers out there, enough to to do this. Right. Even if it's just Great. for one person. Remember. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Multiplier effect. Quote. One mm-hmm. person, it's all. It doesn't have to be a big group. Right. So because, so because, Mac, because. All right, here we go. So what's our question? Why should we want to cultivate wisdom? Well, here's the because. <laughs> <laughs> because we will make better decisions. Who doesn't want that? We've been that? talking about this already, right? Mm-hmm. And, and throughout the whole conversation today. And, and I think it's... Um, you know, we all want to make better decisions. I don't know that anybody would say they, they wouldn't want to do this. Right. So that this is a, a very, very good reason for cultivating wisdom. Oh. Here's another one. Especially true right now. Life will be less stressful. <laughs> Who doesn't wow. want that? Yeah. yeah right. Absolutely. Uh-huh. My favorite though, and the one where I kind of, there's other points here, but the one that I that to me has a a higher value is relationships will be better. I mean, Oh, that's just, it's just so true. And when relationships are better, pretty much everything else is better. You know, I believe so. I mean, that Mm -hmm. just speaks right to the core, the way the universe I think was made that the universe was made relationally. Right. But people and nature and everything, it's just all in relation to one, itself and one another. So when that's better, everything's better. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So we will make better decisions. Life will be less stressful. Relationships will be better. You will have more peace, better health, and more fun. Yeah. This would be my wife's favorite because she just <laughs> wants to have fun all the time. Yeah. But it's true. But yeah, peace and better health. Better health is, you know, obviously, you know, we want to be able to do the things we want to do as we as we uh, go on in life and as we get older, right? And but uh, more peace. Wow, that just, hmm. you know, just to have that. To me, that's like a deep breath, sigh. Oh, yeah, I just have yeah, man. Peace. I want some of that. That's yeah. all there is to that. <laughs> I just wake up in the morning with a deep breath. I mean, I love that. Mm-hmm. So here's another great one. Raise better families as we cultivate it in the next generation. Wow. Like well, that your niece, is, you know, your daughter. Hello. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there, mm-hmm. there, there it is. It's, just, it's They're going to be telling these kinds of stories, and hopefully even more of them, when they're our age. You know, that, mm-hmm. That's so beautiful to think about the possibilities of that. Man. And here's, and here, here's another 
story I just want to share about my daughter. She was sharing some wisdom with me one day. And what she said to me was something I had been telling her for a long time, but she didn't remember that. She Mm -hmm. said, she said, you know, dad, I can't remember where I heard this, but it just really, it it always, I think about it every day. It positively affects my life. And I sat back and thought, wow, like that is exactly (laughs) what, what I would want. It doesn't matter that it came from me. What matters is that it's, it's instilled in her, it's her, in her consciousness. Mm -hmm. And she's, and she's sharing it with other people. (laughs) So yeah, raising better families as we cultivate it in next generations. Let's, let's change, you know, some things from prior generations and yeah, let's make it, make a future that, you know, is just a little bit better than, (laughs) than it is today. So here's, here's the last, uh, the last one I'm going to have, I'm going to ask you to, to read this last (laughs) one, Mac. All right. Yeah, this this gets again. This gets to sort of that enlightenment sort of thing. But you know, I, I really want you to think about this, gang. I really want you to think about this. Throughout history, all of history, I don't care where you bop in. Doesn't matter what your favorite period of history might be. Even if you're not a history buff, doesn't matter. If you look back upon humanity and human history, there has always been this vanguard. There's always been this remnant, if you want to call it that. Of, of people that, that practice this kind of wisdom, this higher perspective, this thinking, and thank God for them. The world would be a vastly different place today, I know this, if it wasn't for them. And they're, they're amongst us, they're with us today, they've been with us throughout all of history. And, and here's the thing. Here's our challenge. Here's our encouragement to every single one of you. You can be part of that vanguard. We want you to be. That's why we do what we do, because you can change the world. You can change your own life, and you change the lives of those around you, but you will change the world. We need you. We we, we need you to be one of them, each in your own way. And nobody's judging about high or low or this, that, and the other. Just, golly, gang, take that plunge, that commitment, that that step that says, I'll do the work because it's the right thing, because I want the benefits of it, and I know it matters and makes a difference. That's, that, that, that's what we want for every single one of you. That's why we do what we do. So it's, they're there. Become part of that gang, the remnant. Be a part of the remnant. If you're a roger, you're already part of the remnant. I'm going to tell you, let's just raise the bar a little bit more. Right? Well, so, and, I, and I just want to say this, Mac. Trust us. You will be better at life. And because you're better at life, people around you will be better and will be better at life. I agree. It's no doubt about it, man. So with that all of you we're done for this week that's the core that's our core wisdom we 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 practice these things and we try to we don't have it wrapped up but we're committed to these things each in our own way without a doubt and with that i'm just going to leave you with our mystic mac nugget (laughs) hello hello right so wisdom yes mystic mac nugget here it is wisdom 
It's our topic tonight anyway. Wisdom discerns. And we really didn't use that word a lot tonight, but it's certainly part of the uh, part of somebody who's wise. Wisdom discerns between the self-imposed and the rightfully closed. Let me read it again. Wisdom discerns between the self-imposed and the rightly closed. Mm. Yes, there are things that you need to say no to. Absolutely. They're rightfully closed. They need to be closed. But so many things we self-imposed and we can't listen and we can't get it and we can't hear these whisperings because we have this paradigm, we have these biases, we have this blockage that puts it in a way that we self-impose upon ourselves those limitations. We need to free ourselves of them. We really do. And understand the difference. As you gain wisdom, our, prayer, our hope for you is that you will be able to decide now between them and press in to the rightfully with firm conviction and trust and let go of some of those self-imposed. So there you are. That's it, man. Stu loved it tonight, brother. All good. Oh, great, great yeah. conversation. Yeah. yeah. So thank it's you. Such a wonderful topic. I, I hope uh, others will continue the conversation. Yeah, I agree. So with that, Rogers, we're going to sign off on another episode. We thank you. And we wish you all the best. Elevate. You can do it. See you next week. <laughs> See ya. Okay, all you rogers. It's Mac here. And you may now unbuckle your four-point harness. If you enjoyed this episode of The Wise Guys, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Please share it with your friends and drop Stu and I a note. Subscribing is the fuel that makes it possible to deliver fresh, eclectic wisdom every week. Let us know how you are going rogue, and we'll share some of our favorite off-the-reservation stories on an upcoming episode. And don't forget, spread the wisdom by liking us on all social media platforms and keep asking the whys. We love having you part of the conversation.